Okay. Well, <clears throat> folks, uh, we're doing something different this week, and uh, what we're doing is uh, Stav is uh, he's under the weather, um, according to him. Uh, he may have COVID or coronavirus. I'm not sure. Um, or he could have he could have had too much. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm thinking either Cookie Crisp or Captain Crunch, one of the cereals that fucks up the roof of your mouth. Because um, he said he had a sore throat, and I don't think he knows uh, the difference between the top of his mouth and his throat. Um, he's not very aware of his body, and so uh, he he checked out, and then we um, we had a time set for four thirty to do the podcast and uh me and adam sit on that and uh now i'm in his apartment and he's uh gone he went to go uh i think he went to go shop for records and leather jackets um he said he had the dead ass <clears throat> go get um cool clothes um no i'm not sure where he is but you know it really doesn't i don't think it matters um because we didn't book a guest, and, uh, you know, most people check in just to hear me clear my throat anyways, so I'm just going to start at 4.30 anyways, and, uh, uh, you know, when he gets here, then he can hop in, hopefully it's, uh, he he was accurate, and when he said 20 minutes, um, so it'll be me doing basically rant, like a rant style thing for the first 20 minutes. And there's a lot of stuff that I want to get into that I feel like I really haven't been able to, I haven't really been able to spread my wings, um, because I've been held back by the politics of the show. So, uh, we're going to, tr- we're going to start off with that number, number one, something that's really been kind of stuck in my craw is a friend of mine recently told me that um, that they volunteered as a hugger at the Special Olympics, and uh, this is somebody that I you know I like. Um, so inst- I had to bu- curb my instinct to be like, "You did what at the retarded Olymp or at the Special Olympics?" And uh, because of, there's many questions that came to mind. When I heard that that somebody could volunteer as a hugger at the Special Olympics, number one is I wasn't aware that there was a a paucity of hugging going on at the Special Olympics that would require extra volunteers to handle, you know, the the uh, distribution of hugs. Uh, You could have told me that that was an event at the Special Olympics was hugging, and I would have believed you. Um, But I guess they do they do have volunteer huggers at the Special Olympics. Which, uh, you know, is like, it's very funny to imagine that the regular volunteers were refusing to do any of the hugging. (laughs) That that there was a guy who signed up to help out at the Special Olympics. It was like, look, I'm just going to take pictures of the retards. Don't expect me to touch them. I will not, I don't know how it works, but in the age of Corona, you can't play it too safe. You don't. We don't know how not only this virus spreads, but any other virus. And who's to say, you know, I'm here doing my civic duty, helping out at the races by, you know, um, giving them all fun nicknames and placing bets on on them. 
and uh, and then you have me hug him, and then who? What do we know about the transmission of the Down syndrome virus? Then suddenly my eyes have an extra set of eyelids on them, and I'm lubricating my chin with every sentence, and uh, and you know I need candy to live. Oh, here comes Adam's dog. Adam's dog is here. This is, you know, people probably hate this, but this is very funny to me. It's it's a very funny way to approach doing the podcast. Is <laughs> is what if what if out of nowhere I just complete I just fired Adam and Stav, and then there's no feedback. It's a complete echo chamber, and um, and I just really get to lean into complete. Um, I don't even know. Is that mental illness? Something feels, you know, it's it's funny because this isn't much different than doing the show. But the idea of recording just yourself speaking seems like so incredibly self-centered, which is there's no different. I mean, it's there's literally it's the same thing. You just do it with two other people. But when you do it alone and you're aware that you're recording something uh, that you haven't prepared at all um, w- with the presumption that people are going to download it and be like, let's hear this guy ramble to himself in a room. It's, it's, uh, I tell you, it's not laugh out loud funny, but it's, it's the kind of funny, you know, it's like book funny. It's like that kind of Mark Twain. It's the way Mark Twain was funny and that you don't laugh at it and it's fucking gay, but you know, somebody works at the library. So everybody, if you get one job at the library, you gotta, you gotta pretend to like Mark Twain. Um, it's, I, I kind of like Mark Twain. I think I said that and it sounds cruel, but he does, he does hold up a bit, especially, you know, some of the N word stuff where he went hard. Um, okay. I'm taking a look at the New York times here. We, we're at six minutes. So one tenth of the podcast, I could at least fill on my own an extra $600 a week kept jobless workers afloat. Now what? And then there's a picture of a fat lady here, which, you know, I don't think she's going to have any problem staying afloat. Am I right, fellas? Am I right? How come, how do you know, it's so funny with all this eat the rich stuff that's going around. Fat people must be fucking wiping their brows because they put themselves in the spotlight. And now, you know, everybody's making this analogy. I see it. Maybe that we're all, you know, stuck on a raft, that America is now just a raft adrift at sea with no safety net. And it's every man for himself. And the classic move is eat the fat guy. That was the way that we all we would go eat the fat guy. And now somehow the fat guys and the fat ladies have flipped the script. And now it's we're eating rich people, which they probably taste disgusting. They're all inbred. I mean, not that, you know, I mean, fat, I can't imagine eating a fat, you would want to eat the muscle man. That would probably, I'd, I'd pick the gayest guy on the boat and that's who I would fillet and, uh, and turn into an emergency snack. Um, if you guys have any thoughts about who you would like to eat in terms of rich people, um, and I know it's just an expression, you know, but we're we've moved past the age of expression and nuance you know if you can't say master bedroom anymore because people don't know what it means then you shouldn't be able to say eat the rich unless you're literally willing to cut off and eat jeff bezos's penis 
Um, which, do you think he, maybe he would agree to that. How much, how much do you think that they love their billions of dollars? Do you think if instead of the tax, we could say that we find the most disabled, like the transest, disabledest, poorest person, and we say, Mr. Bezos, you get to keep your money, you get to keep your newspaper and Amazon, keep all of your riches. You can even, we can, ch- we can change the name of Amazon to the Amazon Redskins. And uh, I don't know why we would do that, but that would be the name of it. But we're going to cut off your penis and balls and we're going to feed it to the neediest person. Are we still saying neediest? I don't know if that's, is that fair? I don't, I'm not up, up to date on that. The transist. The queerest. Uh, yeah, this sucks. <laughs> it's not, it sucks having to do this. Um, but I don't want to do Zoom, and literally everyone has left New York. There's nobody left in New York. I really don't. I don't know who is protesting. I think the only people that live here are me and then the guy that brings Sierra Mist to my bodega on the truck. And uh, for the most part, it's cleared out. Um, I've been having a nice time lately. I watched Michael Clayton this morning, which is such like that's such an awesome way to start your day, is pretending you're Michael Clayton. Um, if you're uh, if you're like depressed, just wake up in the morning. You just and then watch like kind of like fuck you style guy movies, you know. With that, you know, I'm no, I'm not, the, I'm, I'm not the guy you fuck with. I'm the guy who fucks you. I'm the, I, I, am, I'm the one that does fuck, asshole, fucking shit ass. Just imagine yourself as a bag man, a fixer. Um, sorry, I'm, I'm just, I'm checking my DMs now. It's, <laughs> It's funny to me. It's going to be the same joke um, throughout this, where I just it just cuts to silence because I'm I'm looking for headlines and I'm going to the DMs. It's wild that fucking that there's people that just do solo shows, you know. I mean, it's wild that someone's capable of doing that, which it seems impossible to do. I really, I mean, it seems like very fucking hard to effectively sit by yourself and have the confidence to think that your meandering thoughts are like could possibly be entertaining to anyone um but then to actually be able to do it which some people are you know um i think i don't know i mean who has who does this by i guess garrison keeler probably he just fucking makes up bullshit about a fake town how the fuck you know, it's funny because I think about the show and it's like, oh, we don't, we got lucky. You know, it's like a time and a place and like specifically, you know, like having two or three idiots that are friends with each other. I mean, you can find that anywhere. I mean, it's like, I just feel like this confluence of events and timing that kind of made the thing take off. But then you look at other shit that like predates, I think, like the, the, there's sort of like, um, 
there was like a uh, there's like nine eleven, and then there was the cultural version of nine eleven, which is the invention of podcasts, which is Mark Maron um, getting a garage. I think that's that's what I that's like the planes going into the towers is Mark Maron pressing record on um, on you know on in Garage Band for the first time, and uh, and then everything that 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 made like delineated culture from being uh, something that's like edited to you know maybe it's commercial or whatever, but at least some thought went into it and it's produced and then distributed to people to being um, just a thing where everybody does exactly what I'm doing right now and produces shit and then we all just eat the shit and then get sick from it like a like a big like human centipede that's like connected to itself um i think like but you you go you escape that and you go back and you look at other stuff and there's there's it's always been that way there's always been just like dog shit like garrison keeler or defending the caveman i mean i guess maybe garrison keeler does edit what he does maybe he puts some thought into it uh, but I like to imagine that the pages are completely empty in that stupid fucking notebook, and he just goes on stage, and he's like, "Ah, oh, it's a fu- It was windy. It was a windy day in uh, in Titty Fuck, Wisconsin. The uh, the sh- the sheriff's pants blew off, and so did his shirt and his clothes. All of his cop clothes ended up on the towns." Uh, biggest criminal and uh, and then the criminal um, you know that's like a fucking that's like an allegory this, it'll take people it'll take English professors years to figure out the moral of that story and then there was a bitch named uh, named uh, named like Helga Sarsgaard or like you know she's like and her deal is she's Swedish and fat and uh she's always she's got like rosacea or something and uh she's always making apple butter for people and uh everybody was having a, a contest to see who could walk the w- the furthest out on the frozen lake and she wanted to do she wanted to participate to prove that women could do things but they were trying to dissuade her from doing it uh everybody in in Lake Wobegon they didn't want her to go out on the frozen lake because uh, you know, she's a huge fat bitch. She probably weighed more than everybody else in that fucking town. And, uh, and you know, she was like, oh, what, you don't think a girl can do it? And, the, like, nobody wants to be like, no, you're a huge, you're fucking fat. You're, f- you're too fat to do it. So they kind of have to, like, tip down. They're like, no, it's not a gender thing. And then she's like, well, what is it? And they're like, okay, I guess you can participate in the see who can walk the furthest out in the the on the ice thing and sh- she appoints herself all the other women don't say anything because nobody could be rude to her about her fucking weight and so she walks maybe two feet out on the ice immediately cracks right through the thing sink into the fucking bottom dying you know and uh and nobody saves her because she brought it on herself, and that's just kind of how the way things you know work out there. They just uh, in the Midwest, they just they pray for you. That's definitely unique. To, everything that the Midwest thinks is unique about them. It's like the way, you know, like whatever. Anyways, back where were we? Like Wobegon, and you know, so this bitch is dying, and the moral of the story is. Now she's con- she's fucked up this whole gender thing 
by you know stop making it this big fat bitch moment when you put any other normal woman out on the ice and they could have done it never mind the fact that walking out to the middle of the lake has nothing to do with talent it has nothing to do with ability they choose something that requires oh good are you back all right i started the show already yeah i've already started the show well, yeah, I'm, I'm, we're just trying to do it, you know. I want to see what it would be like. I'd do 10 minutes up top. I've done 16 minutes so far. I started at 4.30. I'm doing, I'm doing Garrison Keillor. Yeah, it's on. I'm doing Garrison Keillor. Are you doing what, Lake Wobegon? Lake Wobegon. Well, the whole premise is this, is that I don't think that Garrison Keillor prepares at all. I think his little notebook is empty, and he just goes up and wings it. And he tells stories about Minnesota. So I had two stories about Minnesota. The first one is about a sheriff. <laughs> uh, it's like a big storm, and he goes uh-huh. out looking for the, the the criminal in town. Yeah. And the wind blows all of his clothes off <laughs> and directly onto the criminal. Okay. And uh, and the story ends there abruptly. Um, and the second story, I was in the middle of it. It's about there's a competition. There's a kind of middle of winter. It's a competition <laughs> in Lake Wobegon to see who can walk out the furthest on the frozen lake okay. without falling through. Uh-huh. And uh, naturally, all the men do it because they're the most brave. But then there's a woman, uh, Hilda. Uh, 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 Hilda uh, Lundquist or whatever. Okay, yeah. And she's Midwestern. Yeah, yeah. She, and she's fat as hell. You know, she makes app. She she's makes apple butter for a living. Bitch, yeah. She's a fat bitch. She's a big type of. And bitch. she's like, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna prove that women are as good as they can do it too. You know. Okay, they do. And so that she there. she wants to go. Yeah, she wants to walk out onto the lake, and they're telling her they're like. <laughs> You can't, you're too much of a, f- I mean... You're a uh, whale. No, they don't say that because nobody wants to hurt her feelings. Oh, they're like they're we, Midwestern politeness. Right, they're like, yeah. we don't think maybe yeah. you should do it. And she's like, why? Because a girl can't do it? Uh. <laughs> and they're like, no, that's not what we're saying. I mean, okay. a girl could, yes, yes, a girl could do it. It's just yeah. maybe this time uh-huh. you don't, and nobody has the courage to say to her. So it's this competition of uh-huh. all of these people that are trying to show how brave they are with some traditional display of masculinity, but the masculinity that would matter that would actually save this woman's life yes. by just telling her she's too fat to walk out into yeah, the middle of the lake. They're too They afraid. can't do it because they don't want to deal with the social consequences. That's, they a, can't, that's a great moral. So they can't deal with it. So this bitch walks out on the lake, and of course she gets two feet out into the thing, and she cracks through the ice and sinks to the bottom and dies. And no one was willing to save this woman from herself. No one jumped in. No one jumps in and saves her. Okay. They just, they're all just sitting around praying. For uh-huh. a Hilda Hildegard Sarsbrand, praying what like Lutheran Lutheran prayers? Are they Lutheran? I think in the Midwest that sounds like they are. Yeah, I don't know. That was my assumption. Well, uh, okay, that's that's pretty good. I'm I, I just want to apologize for being late. Oh, it's fine. I mean, yeah, who cares? You know, we were due for a bad one, anyways. You were here just with the dog in the apartment. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. You've, you've Found it suitable, the accommodations? Yeah, sure. I'll recap you, too. I told a story up front of somebody I know. They told me that they volunteered as a hugger at the Special Olympics, <laughs> which I didn't, you know, I, to, I told everybody already. I didn't know that there was a, 
that they, they were lacking in hugs at the Special Olympics. Okay. Require. So, so it's not someone that's special. It's that's what I said. It's like, you know, perhaps you were just in the Special Olympics. Yeah. <laughs> and you, you, maybe you misunderstood <laughs> what volunteer meant. I think that's probably true. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. It's, it was as if it was a, a you know. Mm-hmm. It sounds like that'd be a job you'd give a retarded person. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's very funny because there's, there's so many ways to go with that. One that they could, were just in it, the Special yeah. Olympics. It's one of these setups for a joke where it's like you. Or you, they hired retarded people to be the huggers, but they kept murdering people. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I also they like the. Lennied. I like the idea that they had other volunteers to like hand out juice or whatever, and they're like, "Hey, can you hug some of them?" And they're like, "No." Right. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> I'm not touching. <laughs> yeah. I'm not fucking touching any of these retards. <laughs> I just want to. I want to time them. Uh huh. I want to see how long it takes him to run. That's so nice that that's a job. I mean, I I would assume that they give really good hugs, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, some of them, you know, they seem like good huggers, that community. Maybe not the ones with the small arms or, you know. Oh, I guess the Paralympics are, are people that are lo- missing limbs, right? Um. Yeah, uh, but the Special Olympics, you could have a guy with a small arm. You could yeah. now. I don't, let me. What's going on? Uh, I'm not sure. Let me. Th- I think nothing, but I just want to know. Did you, know. you get a text? No, but we had to move some stuff around because um, the ad reads got fucked up. Oh, okay. I just want to make sure I'm not missing anything here. No, we're good. We are good. Um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. How bad that first 16 minutes of the show are. I think they're probably good. It sounded pretty good to me. Uh, not until I landed on the Garrison Keillor thing, and then to just do that to absolute silence. <laughs> I mean, it's, you know, he does it to a live studio he audience. He does it to right? a live studio audience, but it's like, it's, it's, it, the concept of just sitting here pretending to be Garrison Keillor is very funny, but in, in, in actuality, it's, uh, no, I believe in you. I think you could probably do an hour of that. It's oh, I could I mean, do an it's hour. It's all nonsense. I could do an hour. Yeah. How how many more weeks? It would be funny to just see how long the show goes on if I just turned it into an hour of me doing improv Garrison Keeler. I think these people take it for yeah, but see how long it takes until there's absolutely zero downloads of the show. Just <laughs> 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 do it week after week. We're like, how about this? There's a dog. Um, there's a dog that's paralyzed. Okay. And some there's an old man that has this dog. Yeah. And he loves the dog, but it's paralyzed, and he can't walk it anymore, so he places it out in the yard. Okay. But little does he know, a boy came by and was planting apple seeds. Okay. Um, all over Lake Wobegon, and a tree starts growing underneath the dog. Yeah. And then it raises the dog... You know, because the tree grows yeah, and the so dog's the still dog's paralyzed and it stays in the tree until uh-huh. the dog's above everyone in the town. But it's still paralyzed. So it's just pissing and shitting all yeah. over. It's everybody. finding a way to eat up there. Too. It's eating the leaves. The leaves of the tree. <laughs> <laughs> and the apples. <laughs> and uh, that's, a, that's like an American uh, folk folk uh, story or tale. Yeah. yeah and but old man is the only one that knows about the dog uh-huh. so there's all of this just apple flavored piss coming out of this tree <laughs> yeah, and everybody's so. like everybody it's a tree that makes juice <laughs> <laughs> it's a tree that's got its own apple juice 
okay. And um, and no one can see the dog. No one can see the dog. It's just pissing. It's pissing apple juice into everybody's mouth, uh-huh. and they're all drinking it. And eventually, <laughs> one boy he says, "Maybe we shouldn't neglect the elderly." And he goes inside, right. and he says, "You got to come outside. There's a tree that pisses." Uh, or the tree that makes apple juice. So wait, the old man can see the see the dog, but he ha- he can't go outside and tell everyone about it. Uh, no, he's also paralyzed. Well, perhaps? he's he's inside, and nobody <laughs> goes to visit him. And they're like, old man, old man Wilkerson, you got to come see this tree that makes apple juice. Everybody, the mayor of Minnesota is here yeah, yeah. to meet the tree and yeah, drink yeah. piss or drink juice out of the tree's mm-hmm. leaves. And he goes outside. It's and a he, miracle. And he's saying, actually, that's dog piss. <laughs> and if you, if anyone had been so kind, what do they think the shit is? They think it's a tree. tree <laughs> I don't think they explain that. tree chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> like this, this tree makes. We're all gonna be rich. The president's come to town, and he's got shit dog shit smear. Yeah, they get shit. the president. You gotta get the president. To yeah. see the magical tree. And it was another day in Lake Wobegon. Yeah, just just another day. Um, that's pretty good. Just just Garrison Keillor being like, <laughs> um, uh, there was a <clears throat> route route twenty. There was mm-hmm. a batteries plus that they turned into a, 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 a laser tag place. Yeah, and um. And then they had to turn it back into a batteries plus, but the people didn't know where to get their batteries. And the people didn't know where to get the batteries, yeah. and also nobody in the Midwest they were afraid of laser tag. Yeah, they think it's real. They, it sounds like a bunch of Yankee computers. <laughs> I don't think they're afraid of Yankees. <laughs> sounds like a bunch of Yankee Doodle computer yeah, nonsense yeah. to me. Yeah. I don't know about laser tag. Yeah, we just got regular tag here a couple weeks mm-hmm. ago. <laughs> So they were all afraid of it, so they had to turn it back into a batteries store. Now it's a batteries plus again. Uh-huh. Um, but the lasers are now haunted. Mm-hmm. They're now made out of, they're now ghosts. And now people say... <laughs> just... <laughs> But just Garrison Keeler making up stories like a four-year-old. <laughs> but now in the Midwest, they had there was a, a dairy farm, mm-hmm. and the dairy farm was the biggest dairy farm that anyone had ever seen. But when the when the when the president went to mm-hmm. meet the cow, the cow farted, and it made a gas so bad that it killed all the Japanese people. Yeah. and the president was blamed for it, and so then we had to go to war with japan and you and know, that's how world war ii happened and that's how, and, and that's how world war ii <laughs> well off the rape <laughs> yeah that's right he got me too he did get me too god damn um, imagine being that lady <laughs> the lady that had to come forward with her garrison killer rape story yeah <laughs> she had to she had to talk about the most tragic experience in her entire life and people are like mm-hmm. the guy from the radio i like to imagine his little book on stage his little like moleskin book is, is just, that what he takes up on stage i think so I, I have a mental image of him on stage yeah and he's got a little no i know robert altman made a movie about it but and and the book is his uh his chictionary it's the list of all the women that he sexually yeah. assaulted and he's just 
reading through it and salivating and going into a fugue. Imagining yeah. he's having a a rape flashback mm-hmm. fugue where he's where he's just drifting <laughs> off and he's like, and then they they had a tractor pull and everyone in the town. <laughs> Just fucking losing his mind, <laughs> fantasizing about mm-hmm. some small town. How the fuck is that entertaining? <laughs> how, the fuck, how the fuck is that shit even remotely entertaining to anybody? Yeah, I don't know. I think it's, uh, I think people just have it on. I don't know if they actually listen. I think it's just one of those things you're in the car, like on a road trip or something, you just have it on. Mm-hmm. Just to have noise so you don't have to talk to your wife. You know how when you're a kid and there's like a part of like culture at large that you can't really appreciate and then you get older and you kind and of find like, something. you're like, I get it. Yeah. yeah, when you're a kid, you're like, you know, like everything. You know, you're like, oh, Little River Band sucks dick. You know, uh-huh. it's like, they, this sucks. You Where, listen, who is Little River Band? There's, you know, just some fucking shitty uh-huh. 70s yeah, rock yeah. band. They do... Uh, like a Credence style. Lonely, Lonesome Loser is probably their most popular uh, I don't know, yeah. But, you know, you get older and you're like, all right, I guess I can listen to this. Right? Yeah. But fucking Prairie Home Companion. Mm-hmm. Never. <laughs> I mean, like that. The older you get, the worse it gets. Did the show get taken down after you raped? Uh, probably. Or it's like, we still need this really, guy. A show created and hosted by Garrison Keillor that aired live from 1974 to 2016. That's so long. Yeah. That's so long. That's a fucking institution. Yeah. That's 40 years. Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's a hurt on 690. Uh, yeah. Oh, I just want to see a transcript from one of his little readings. Mm-hmm. Um... Uh, fuck! Come on, where is it? Can you show me something here. Show me, show me something. He sold books. Yeah. He had merch. Um. Let's see. Here we go. <laughs> this is the first one I find. We're at the Minnesota State Fair, where we come for our annual look at cows. The Nord- <laughs> I mean, it's just fucking. It's like it's worse than the parodies are. No, no. Yeah, man, right. you're, you're, enormous Holstein. The dog that's shitting and pissing on the president. I think it's pretty good. Enormous Holsteins and Swiss cows lying yeah. down chewing. Fairy tale animals: ducks, chickens, geese, sheep, pigs. This is your only look at them all year. Mm-hmm. Goosey Lucy and Henny Paby and Babe and Lamb Chop all here. It's the home of the slingshot. You get strapped into a chair, and then you sit there for the five longest seconds of your life. And then the enormous bungee cord shoots you 200 feet into the stratosphere, and your stomach turns inside out. It attempts to simulate the effect of sitting on a love seat in the living room when your house blows up. Cue a bunch of dickless fucking 47-year-old <laughs> accountants laughing. Yeah. There are all sorts of octopus-type rides in which you are strapped into your and you are spun and flung laterally and vertically, which simulates the effect of being in a van as it rolls over and over down a rocky slope. I mean, suck my dick. <laughs> I just... I really... <laughs> It's just fucking complete garbage. I was brought up to not waste food because my ancestors came from countries with poor soil, so vegetables were sacred to them. My mother used to say, starving children in China would be happy to have that tomato. 
But here's a tomato I don't think the starving uh, children of China would be interested in at all. It's rotten. There are white things swimming in it. Pick it up. It sloshes. There's your sister bending over picking tomatoes. I wonder if you could hit her from here. Go ahead. Try. Well, that's a story. That's what I mean. I mean, it just sounds like, like, why would you sit down and write this? If it's, it sounds like if someone at a bus stop was saying that, you'd be like, yeah, you'd you'd try to move. And yeah, that's awful. Yeah. Yeah, he looks disgusting. Yeah, I, I never even knew he go. looked like this. The big annual tuba banquet. <laughs> You've been to this before. It's deadly. <laughs> A room full of tuba players. <laughs> <laughs> this is what he looks like. Yeah, no, he looks terrible. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. I like my, my story is... It is about the big bitch with the lake contest. The the frozen. that's pretty good. It's there's a lot going on there. There's a lot of things you could think about. Well, there's like a morality to it, right? Uh-huh. Because like everyone's too afraid to offend her, but not doesn't care enough mm-hmm. about her life. Yes, you know that has more ambiguity than any of this guy's gay ass. Earlier, I did call it Mark Twain bullshit, and I tried to clarify immediately after that I do admire and respect Mark Twain, and I think Mark Twain holds up. My friend to- but, told me he's reading Huckleberry Finn right now. He said it's the funniest book he's ever read. That's too far. I'm reading Charlie Kaufman's new book, and it's fucking great. I just got it. It's so funny. Is it good? It's really good. He's a genius. Yeah. Yeah. He's. I mean, he's. He, it's funny for a guy who, like, he is kind of one note, I guess. Like he, he does sort of make the same thing over and over again, but um, um, he's so funny that it's okay. Yeah, he's so good. Yeah, I rewatched uh, Synecdoche, New York. Yeah, yeah, it's really good. Or whatever. I mean, that might be his funniest movie. Um, possibly. I mean, it's like it's. I think it's the first one he directed. Maybe. Yeah. Um. Well, it's definitely funnier than. I mean, it is. I, it is. I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I can't think of anything funnier than that. Apparently, adaptation's pretty funny, but. Synecdoche. There's so many good lines in that. Yeah, that, where he's in the so therapy. Where he's in the fucking the therapy. twin brother character is so fucking. That funny. shit's funny, but that scene his screenplay that he's writing. <laughs> yeah, the the that scene in Synecdoche where the, he's sitting in the therapist's office and uh-huh. he's like, Ugh. he's like, oh, you think it's true what they say about you know child geniuses or whatever? And I forget mm-hmm. the exact line, but the therapist's like, oh yes, she's like one of the best books ever written was written by a four year old. Mm-hmm. And he's like, what? And she's like, I have it right here. And it's about like, I don't know. It's like some Polish name <laughs> of a guy, like a character. And they're like, yeah, he's a, he's a virulent anti-Semite that documents <laughs> his initiation into the clan before being brutally, uh, uh, tortured in a BDSM cult and then murdered by mm-hmm. an African American man by the name of the uh, Jeremiah Washington, Jackson, Jefferson, <laughs> <laughs> goes a four-year-old she goes of course he killed himself when he was five (laughs) oh god that's so good yeah i heard that he was on the staff of the dana carvey show yeah and they they was like it lasted for like six episodes and it like had that like legendary writer's room which had like robert smigel and like a bunch of other guys yeah 
Um, but he he wrote a sketch about uh, about Weird Al having a twin brother named Weirder Al, <laughs> where he just do parodies of Weird Al songs. That's funny, and it never aired. But even that is like that's what I mean. Is like Charlie Kaufman can only, can only write one type of thing. That's his thing. That's his thing. It's yeah. this like you know. And I think that idea it never aired. It eventually became. Mm-hmm. He worked it into adaptation. Yeah. I know that was like a story. Charlie in Kaufman is just like, what if Inception was as funny as The Simpsons? Yeah. And that's yeah, yeah. that's totally. his, his whole deal. Um, I didn't like the puppet thing, or I didn't not not that I didn't like it. I I I think I fell asleep when I was watching it. Anomalisa. Yeah. Yeah, it didn't really do it for me. But it was like a teleplay kind of. Yeah. Um, or I'm like tra- a radio play, I think. I gotta find this. Uh, this fucking. This cushy dreams is what we're folks. If, oh, let's talk about. Yeah, it. we gotta talk. So you talk about it for a second. Have you smoked that shit? Oh, I've you smoked, smoked that you shit. That I shit smoked that shit down. I smoked it to the face. And how did it make you feel? It oh. made me feel better than I feel normally. So that's that's good. It improved my uh, the the way I see myself, the way I view myself, and view the people in my life. It made me feel like they didn't hate me quite as much as I normally think they do. Who hates you? No. Oh, I think everyone that meets me hates me. Strangers, people that love me, people that I love. Yeah. Yeah, but Cushy Dreams, it really lifts that cloud of self-doubt. Yeah, here we go, folks. So if right. you, if, yeah, you find yeah. Cushy Dreams, they offer a full lineup of premium smokable CBD. So this is it's weed, but yeah. then they remove the THC, um, I'm assuming with dangerous chemicals. Yeah, they yeah of, of course. If you like weed, Little experimental shit. Imagine the Monsanto version of of uh, like yeah. of weed. This is factory farm. This is factory farmed. Mm-hmm. The bad guys from Michael Clay. Tilda Swinton takes the fucking THC out of the weed herself. Yeah, it's the company from Michael Clay. Disgusting, cold bitch pussy. <laughs> I love that there's that only, movie is so good. That movie rocks. There's like one woman in it, and she's just a bitch who she's gets bitch. what she deserves. That scene where she's practicing her yeah. speech for the next day in yeah. the mirror. Yeah. Oh, my God. It makes you hate her so much. It should just be called The Bitch Who Gets <laughs> What She Deserves. <laughs> the Bitch, starring Tilda Swinton. Oh, God. That's such a good movie. Uh-huh. I want to watch Michael Clayton now. Yeah, George Clooney rocks. He's so cool. Mm-hmm. Anyway, but George Clooney's favorite thing to smoke is cushy dreams. He smokes cushy dreams um, um, when he's on Lake Como with his uh, with his 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 with wife his, bi- with his, his hot, bitch hot bitch wife. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is uh, anytime a mall Clooney comes up, just being like, I think you mean George Clooney's bitch. <laughs> <laughs> She's got a name. It's George it's, Clooney's bitch. It's Clooney's bottom bitch. That his cum sock. His his hold nut in. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think she's a lawyer or something. Yeah, she's a she's a mm-hmm. humanitarian lawyer. Yeah. But. Uh, excuse me, but she's a Michael Clayton in her own right. <laughs> yeah. Do you know the movie Michael Clayton is actually based on George Clooney's yeah, bitch? Yeah, she's a fixer. Yeah, she's a his bitch is actually based on the character he plays. Anyways, cushy dreams, smokable CBD. Um, you, uh, it's pre-roll CBD joints. Join the group of adults who are sick of vapes and gummies and want to smoke their CBD. It's now shipping legally to all 50 states. So if you're worried about legality, don't be, you know, it's not like buying a, the lower receiver for a fully automatic. 
AK-47 on, on the dark web, mm-hmm. it's stress-free. You don't have to think about it. No, it's it's way simple. It's nothing like, you know, going, uh, downloading the Tor browser mm-hmm. and going to um, gunmarket.onion. Yeah. And for uh, the low, low price <laughs> of $8,000, uh-huh. know, which you can pay for with Bitcoin, you can go on Coinbase, buy, transfer to a wallet, and then transfer, you know, over. That's how I do it. The onion router, buy a the lower receiver, buy a fully automatic AK forty seven, and then use that to kill to do insurrection mm-hmm. to kill people. Kill, yeah, people who are saying bad things about yeah. the president on it's, Facebook. It's not like that at all. No, it's, it's not, legal. It's legal. And you should buy it on a regular website. In all 50 states, and they ship there. Yeah. And it looks like high-quality marijuana, feels like high-quality marijuana, and tastes like high-quality marijuana. I'm like, I gotta get... What's like, wrong with congest- you? You got the... There's something weird going on with my nose. CBD content is up to 20%, which is some of the highest in the game. Mm-hmm. And you'll be the highest in the game. Not yeah. really, because you won't get high at all. You won't get high, but you get a, a thick, mm-hmm. heady body high. The attention to detail is noticeable in every beautiful flower. Mm-hmm. Wow. They're gorgeous. I like to just, just look at them. I love just looking at my fake weed, mm-hmm. inviting girls over, and being like, yeah, Yo, you want a Monster Energy drink? I want to show you something. <laughs> <laughs> Here, I got diet monster energy drink, and I got smooth. Check out how beautiful this flower is. It's a gorgeous flower. I like to get a bouquet of cushy dreams for right. special occasions. They're they're looking at it. They can hear me breathing through my nose, my mm-hmm. erection visible in my sweatpants. <laughs> <laughs> so what's up? You want to fuck or something? <laughs> Yo, you ever listen to fucking infected mushroom? Dude, that shit's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right, later. Yeah, no, I've never gotten any pussy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, just make sure, just screaming from the window so that the neighbors see a woman leaving. <laughs> that counts, dude, as long as the neighbors think I fucked. All right, thanks for coming by. Glad we had sex. Oh, <laughs> uh, what's up, Mike? I fucked her. Hey, Mike, how you doing? Yeah, no, just saying goodbye to this to the, mm-hmm. this bitch. Yeah, you see the dark spot yeah. on my uh, yeah on my sweatpants. I don't know. It's, it's pre cum. I pre cum a lot. Yeah, check out the pre cum on my sweatpants. Yo, you want to come watch Michael Clayton? <laughs> Yo, it's a good movie. You gotta come, dude. I don't understand it, but there's a bitch in it. I know that <laughs> that gets what she deserves. Y'all remember 2007? And you deserve to to does not get you high. There's next to no THC. <laughs> the bitch who gets what she deserves. <laughs> she is such a cunt in that movie. Oh, my God. I'm yeah. getting pissed just thinking about it. Independent lab test shows compliance mm-hmm. and purity. It's grown in California and Oregon. They got labs working on it. Dude, that's an- anar- Anarchist Central up there. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's where you go there. If you want to fight the powers that be, mm-hmm. you go to California and Oregon and you put on a costume. And shine laser pointers all over the place. Yep, you get some umbrellas as uh, shields. Mm-hmm. Each plant is hand-selected by a team of experienced cannabis flower experts. It's an alternative for people looking to cut back on smoking other things, um, which I don't know what that means. I guess it, I mean I guess it's kind of open-ended. Mm-hmm. Well, it's 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 kind of alluding to men that are living on the down low. Yeah, I think that's what it is. Yeah, if you're a black man that if you're that, a black man that's sleeping with other black men, if you're a black man that's hiding <laughs> the fact from your family that he goes clubbing every weekend and takes home guys, 
Yeah, then maybe you just, can switch to smokable CBD from he's Cushy just Dreams. Ripping poppers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it mixes well with other things that you can smoke. These, I like that these talking points are back to back. It's an alternative if you're looking to quote quit smoking other things. Mm-hmm. It also mixes well with other things that you can smoke. Mm-hmm. Just imagine like O'Doul's having an ad like that. Mixing like with it can help you quit drinking a certain something. <laughs> you can also mix it with Jack Daniels. <laughs> <laughs> O'Doul's mixes perfectly uh-huh. with Jack Daniel's whiskey for that little extra something that that you may be missing. Yeah. Um, each batch is slow cured for two to four weeks to guarantee maximum freshness <laughs> and preserve flavor and cannabinoids. Uh-huh. They take the artisan approach. Um, they got they got Steven Seagal in the factory using his sword on all the plants <laughs> artisanally. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and slice this damn plant up right here. <laughs> go on, easy, slow now. His version of Black Guy is so good because it's Cajun Black it's Guy. Cajun <laughs> it's Cajun Slave. <laughs> it's antebellum right. Cajun Slave. It'd be funny if like in all the woke marketing stuff, they're like, yeah, we're actually going to get rid of Steven Seagal. <laughs> because he's right. <laughs> because the character Steven Seagal has been playing for the last 20 years. Yeah, we can't. Is racist. My friend told me he got his hands on the SNL, the Steven Seagal SNL, which is pretty much wiped from the internet. Oh, really? But he has a, yeah, he has a, mm-hmm. a torrent of it. I'm gonna watch it. Um, they have organic farming practices. I don't know what that means. Uh, some, so some Democrat shit, you know. The selection includes indoor exotic strains. Indoor exotic. What does that mean? Means it's hydroponically grown uh. inside, but exotic means that it's like. I can. That's like in my mind, indoor exotic makes me think of like a black gamer girl. Mm-hmm. Indoor exotic. Yeah, yeah. That's her Twitch stream. Yeah. If yeah. I was thinking like if a girl was like, I'm in indoor exotic. I'm like, oh, okay. She got like dark skin and big tits, and you are mm-hmm. obsessed with anime. Yeah, you're not good at video games, so because you're just washing right. your tits. An autistic black girl. Yeah. We call a white unicorn. That's <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that's I think that's what it's called. 100% hand trim, never machine trimmed. Mm-hmm. Um and they get them trimmed from uh they all have papers. Mm-hmm. I knew an autistic black girl. I think we had a couple fans. Yeah. Her name was Greer. And she would talk just like this. <laughs> My dad is the best at piano. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that lady was annoying. She would just lie constantly. Is that a thing that autistic people do? I, I thought know. they can't lie. Well, I she they were like I mean, brutally she was, honest. She would say things that wouldn't make any sense. Maybe she yeah. was just a loser. I don't yeah. know. I would, maybe I'm just giving her too much credit. Yeah. Uh, smokable CBD flower. They got three lines. Private Reserve, Ultra Premium, Premium. Every can size, three and a half grams. So it's an eighth. Each can is nitrogen sealed for optimum freshness. Freshness. Oh God! I'm gonna start replacing all ends with M's. It's a cooler way to talk. Like, like if you know a girl named Natalie, you call her Madeline. It's got to be after. Like it's got to be in the middle of a word. Like uh, I can't even think of a word. Well, instead of grandma, you would say grandma. Grandma. You know, people like that. Oh, like a slang. Um. Oh shit! Uh, Tim Hortons. I'm trying to go to Tim Hortons. What? What's wrong? I think my girlfriend just hit a car. With the, your car? With her car. 
She's got her own car. Uh, yeah, we we we're a two car operation right now. She lives here. No, she doesn't live here. She's just she's just she's in and out. But we were just picking stuff up, and I think she ran back out. And <laughs> should I call her? I guess I should call her. Yeah. I don't want to leave you hanging again. I mean, it's fine. Dude. I'll who, deal with who it. Who gives a shit? It's summertime. You know, yeah. the world's ending. So they got three lines here: the private reserve, indoor grown; the ultra premium, that's indoor grown; and then premium, indoor slash outdoor grown. This I don't like. They started the lowest tier is called the premium, I guess, and then ultra premium and private reserve. This is sort of like uh, we only got three sizes: large, super large, and diabetes. You don't like so. There's the regular. I'm I'm gonna rebrand this for them. They got the regular one, which is the premium, and that's the indoor out, outdoor grown. And then the other ones I said. Um, you can mix it with anything else you like to smoke. I've actually been thinking about trying to cultivate my own opium, which uh, to get a little poppy plant, and then you know I would I guess I would watch YouTube videos of Indian guys lancing poppies. And then uh-huh. cure cure the latex myself, and then maybe I'll mix that with my with my completely legal CBD mm-hmm. to turn mm-hmm. it into a Schedule One narcotic and kill yeah. myself with opiates. Dude, you got to get the long pipe. We've been saying this. Yeah, the Nick um, style. But see, p- part of the appeal of like the the opium thing is mm-hmm. that scene in the Nick where you come to and you're just staring at a bunch of Chinese bush. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, he would get whores to watch him do opium. Yeah, yeah. Which is pretty cool in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And bring your Chinese bush over here. <laughs> I want to wake up to it. Oh, no. She, what? Didn't, she didn't pick up. But, well, well, what is it? I mean, how do you know she got in an accident? She just texted me. I mean, she just said the steering wheel she was said in my just, cage. She said I just hit a car. I think she's okay, probably. But mm-hmm. She said it's fine. So here's what we got. We got six um, choices of strain specific full flower cans. There's relax, peace, create, hustle, energy, and dream. And you can go look at the website because I don't know if I want to. I'm just going to get tongue tied here rattling off. Yeah. What these hybrids are. They got pre roll CBD joints um, with the same thing. So they got indicas, sativas, hybrids. Yeah, they got things for, for energy, things for chilling. Yeah, so go to cushydreams dot com, spelled K U S H Y dreams, and then check out use promo code Cumtown for twenty percent off your first order. So you want to smoke your CBD because you can. <laughs> Every time, I guess. Yeah, smoke it, smoke, uh, it because. It's you have it. Smoke my penis, baby. Smoke my penis. Smoke my penis. Smoke Damn. my penis. I just scroll through the calendar. Mm-hmm. I see my thirty-second birthday. Yeah, what are we doing for that? I don't know. I mean, it's not for a while, but fuck. You just get older and older. It's yeah. embarrassing. It's, it's humiliating. <laughs> Thirty-two is an embarrassing age. Yeah. It's fucking... 33 is pretty embarrassing. Yeah, but I remember when you turned 32 and I was like, God damn. (laughs) That's fucking... That sucks. Yeah, it's... Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's... It makes you feel bad Mm -hmm. when you think about it really hard. Yeah. But whatever, I don't know. 
At least I'm not a woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At least my bot, well, body doesn't have a claw. <laughs> in Lake Wobegon, it was the fall mm-hmm. solstice. You know what that means? Any woman over the age of 33 was thrown into a giant meat grinder and turned into applesauce. Yeah. Well, all the and women they, without offspring. Yeah. Every yeah. kind of woman in the world was there. <laughs> big women, slightly less big women, a different kind of big woman, and, of course, flat-chested women that were also just sort of boxy. Annoying. Yeah, annoying, flat-chested, boxy women. Oh, God. It was the, the Minnesota fair of all the different types of women. Mm-hmm. Pause, for, pause for polite NPR laughter. <laughs> There's people that have like have never actually authentically laughed in their life. They just listen to NPR. They're yeah. just fucking like libs that fucking listen to NPR. For some reason, the laughs on mm-hmm. "Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me" are more offensive. Yeah, because it's Garrison Keillor is like, oh, this is whimsical, but he's not necessarily doing punchlines. Mm-hmm. But "Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me" is like, we are killing right now, and yeah. it is just, it is dog shit. Yeah. And it's it's all it's awful. I feel like that would be very funny is if every Garrison Keillor performance ended with a severely mentally disabled man with no clothes on coming out on stage and violently mm. caving his skull in with a ball mm. peen hammer. Yeah, <laughs> and and, the, and the, like yeah. uh, and then you know and then Mark Twain comes out and he goes or you know Steinbeck or whatever and he's like, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, the violent retard. <laughs> Yes, they get a, a a village idiot from each town in Minnesota. Yeah, they're like this this yeah. week from well, it Augusta, was, yeah. Minnesota. It was a warm forty four degree May afternoon. Mm-hmm. Lake Wobegon, and the townsfolk had gathered in the square to watch the annual torturing of the mentally disabled boy. <laughs> And he screamed and he cried and he wailed in his metal cage as they threw apple butter at him. (laughs) As they coated his penis in apple butter and let the squirrels have at it. Well, the old apple butter on the retard's penis trick was once again a huge success. Mm -hmm. And the second the blood drained down his legs, they knew there would be four more weeks of winter. (laughs) 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 Oh, God. Something had gone wrong that year, and the the hinges on the retard's cage came loose. Mm -hmm. And he he escaped, and instead of getting revenge on his direct captors, he... Raped an entire class of <laughs> kindergarten students. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, just another day mm-hmm. on Lake Wobegon. Yeah, Garrison Helter Skeeler. <laughs> just, just a brutal, just satanic Garrison Keeler. That'd be cool. Just to go do those. Just stories about some quaint town, but mm-hmm. then there's like child doing, sacrifice. Yeah, and, doing sacrifices to Beelzebub. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be cool. That, yeah. Did you see the Midsummer? I feel like if I was a if I was like a, a Gen Xer, I would go do that. That would you be would become a, a instead of stand up comedy, I would just do Satanist Lake Wobegon <laughs> monologues. <laughs> and then, you know, people would be like, So what do you do? And I'd be like, Fucking nothing and then the girls would be like, Cool. <laughs> And then I would just, I would get really just, just real garbage pussy. Probably. Do you remember when the Church of Satan would like respond to Trump? No. And they'd be like, 
you're an idiot. That's People would be like, no. even the Church of Satan thinks he's an idiot. No, 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 no. Yeah, that's it's very gay. gay. Yeah, we deserve everything that's coming to us. Oh, we deserve everything that's happened. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what's funny? Because you know that there was like a Jew on the train to Auschwitz and who was probably like, you know this is our fault, right? <laughs> Did you all just said to I've be, been saying it's is our fault. We deserve this. I just, you, you couldn't dial it back just a little bit. You had to fucking ruin it for everybody. It's a Boston it's Jew. It's a Boston Jew, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> those, those guys from Newton. Yeah. We had to fucking ruin it for everybody. It'd be funny if they if there was a if like the Holocaust happened, but it was to people from Boston. Yeah, I think it would have been a lot. Jewish people if like Hitler just hated people from Boston, which for some reason there were millions of in in Berlin, <laughs> in, in in Europe in yeah. the 1930s. The Boston question. Yeah, yeah. I gotta hide in the fucking attic. <laughs> Ma, where's my fucking diary? <laughs> now I gotta write about a fucking dream I had. Yeah, they say they're giving us a shower. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? You think I'm dirty? Yeah. What the you, hell is this? Gas? You think I'm dirty? <laughs> what is this? Gas? What is this? Gas? Smells like fucking gas. <laughs> this isn't a fucking shower. <laughs> You're too stupid for the gas to work. <laughs> yeah, they doesn't work on them. They don't use enough oxygen. Is that too stupid? They breathe every 10 minutes. And they just they breathe in lobster butter. <laughs> this atomized lobster butter, and they do not have uh, any way to uh, get oxygen into their blood. Yeah, that would be funny if yeah. they did that to Boston. It would be people. funny, dude. It would, wouldn't it? Boston strong. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. That's what, yeah, we'd have to never forget the... Boston tragedy. Yeah, it's All so funny that people Boston people already tragedy. forgot that marathon. Yeah, who fucking cares? Yeah, nobody remembers the marathon. No, it just became a meme that they were innocent. Yeah, <laughs> that the guys who did it didn't do it. Yeah, Adnan. Yeah, or is it Adnan? It's weird that yeah. there's you don't or hear Jahar. Jahar. It's, it, it's very weird that every city right now is burning except Boston. Yeah, well, they 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 hid their black people. Where? I think in like there's one name. Lawrence Fishburne's character in Mystic River. Yeah, they, they yeah, they, he's, that's a great performance from him. <laughs> yeah, just showing up, just the beginning of the movie. Yeah, we're investigating a murder. <laughs> just him showing up with that stupid accent. <laughs> Trying to approximate a Boston accent. Yeah, yeah. Um, He's so funny, dude. He looks like absolute shit in John Wick. I oh yeah, he is in John Wick. Yeah, and I think maybe he's in the sequel in John Wick Two. Is he, yeah, I think so. But they he's just, took the first two John Wicks off of streaming. I wanted to watch yeah. them again. I mean, he looks like after they finished shooting the Matrix, he went into one of those pods and was just like, uh, uh, "Tank, load up the Cinnabon <laughs> program." <laughs> and then like, just sat in there. Destroying his body, uh, tank. Load the load the Cinnabon and fucking Bailey's minis simulation, <laughs> <laughs> and we're gonna run that until we film John Wick two, and see what it does to my body. Yeah, he looks like absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not like he looked that great beforehand. It's like black people saved up all the aging and then made him do the. Do He's the, their portrait of Dorian. Yeah, <laughs> 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 like black don't crack. 
Except for Be, yeah, Fishburne. because we made a deal. Say it was Satan. We made a deal with Satan that Lawrence Fishburne would age on our behalf. Oh, there's that classic. All black people made a deal with Satan to make sure that Lawrence Fishburne aged on their behalf. Stereotype. Yeah. Once again. Go ahead. Go ahead. Cancel me for it. Go ahead. I like the idea of being like a Boston guy that just works at like a like a like a pizza restaurant mm-hmm. or like a, a short order cook. Right. No one knows who he is. He has a Twitter account with two followers that he just uses to yell about Boston sports. Uh-huh. And uh but in his personal life he's like, I don't care, I'm gonna fucking say it. What do you go ahead, cancel me. <laughs> Go ahead, fucking cancel me. He thinks he's a victim of cancel culture. Right, and there's just nothing to cancel. That is the best what kind you, of guy. Go ahead, fucking cancel me. I feel like I can't even share my fucking opinions anymore. No one cares. <laughs> go ahead, fucking cancel me for What are you going to do, get me canceled? Yeah, that's that's the best guy is the guy that no, like that literally is on the fringes of society that <laughs> thinks he's constantly <laughs> under the tyranny of cancel culture. Mm. Or like the open micer that's like, if it wasn't for cancel culture, I would be huge. Yeah. Like doesn't realize that he's just sucks at comedy. Yeah. You know? Are there a lot of those guys? I think they're like guys that are like, it's because I'm too hot for TV. It's I don't get that, dude. You see a lot of people that have failed a comedy that like have some kind of justification for it. Uh-huh. And it's like, I can honestly say, because I mean, I did comedy for a decade and it didn't work out and I was broke mm-hmm. and there was like no indication that this show was going to happen or anything was going to fucking happen. Yeah. And I remember like coming to terms with the fact that I'm like just okay. Like I was okay enough to get the bare minimum amount of work to call yourself a professional comedian. I think the answer is, is that it's just really hard and you have to kind of be lucky sometimes. Sure. But I mean, it's like, I don't, I like, I I wasn't getting to a place where I'm like, Oh, well the reason it didn't happen is this. The industry. Yeah. It's just like, you have to be one guy right now who, uh, podcasts that I think no one listened to except for you and Dan Soder, um, that you showed me once that was very funny. Oh Yeah. (laughs) But his whole perspective yeah, was no, that... Yeah, no, it wasn't that... His, his was not a cancel culture thing. I, his whole perspective was that that P, that PC culture... He had a whole rant against PC culture I, that yeah. I thought was very good. I don't remember that. I remember the, the dating woes, which was... <laughs> the <different>. dating <laughs> What did he say? Oh, man. <laughs> I got to go back and listen to that shit. That, <laughs> that was so funny. That was so good. Me and, me and Dan... What we're describing right now is a... F- 40 something year old man who's decided he's yeah me and who got Dan, a compliment once from people are gonna find out who it is you get you really got to keep the details slim i'll keep them slim yeah um but yeah me and dan on the way but we drove back from boston and mm-hmm. fucking just did like six hours of that show <laughs> just pausing it to laugh the at name it. is so good yeah too. <laughs> the name is so good <laughs> oh god yeah Oh, uh, um, yeah. I mean, I think that is like really, it is a gr- that is a great character type though, because like, you know, when you're in open mic comedy, you're like starting, you are surrounded by delusion, you know, mm-hmm. and it is it is very funny. Like, pretty much, there's there is a bevy of people we've met over the years that were very sure they were going to make it. Were, were there? I think so. It's funny because it's like it's kind of like you need to be humble in comedy. Yeah. So there's a lot of people that affect that. That uh, well, prior to like now, I think with like a lot of like 
uh, you know, it feels even weird saying like woke comedy because I am out of touch and I'm like, I wasn't doing shows or mics prior to this mm-hmm. COVID bullshit. Mm-hmm. But just from what I see online, like a lot of people that do feel entitled to comedy. Yeah. And they do it. That and they sure. do it because like they presume that like comedy was nothing but like rich white men that are like, this is my place in the world. Well, you know? it's, it's two sides of the same coin. I think the guy that thinks that. He's too edgy to be successful, and the and the guy that thinks that yeah. because he's uh, pansexual, he can't make it in this industry. But there weren't there were the same thing. The people that were like, "I'm too edgy to make it," were mentally ill. People. <laughs> yeah, those I are mean, the they best, were like, "Those are the best people. <laughs> <laughs> They're I the mean, best people." You know, I, it was there was never, and which you, you could say it's two sides of the same coin. I mean, like I, I kind of there's probably people on mm-hmm. the other side in like the woke comedy world. That are like I'm too I'm too much of a truth teller. Like they have to yeah, have yeah. their Tom Myers basically. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, they're like, well, because it's because I'm too trans, and <laughs> <laughs> I'm not successful. <laughs> and then the other trans comedians are like, sure. Yeah, it's that's yeah. <laughs> that's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Yeah. I mean, like I don't know. I remember when I moved up here. I would follow on Facebook uh, DC comics calling each other out on yeah. Facebook mm-hmm. about disrespecting their rooms and saying, you're never allowed back in my rooms. Yeah. And like the, just like the kind of, the sort of power that they kind of felt like they had or that they felt like they were expressing was very funny to me. Yeah. Because it's like, but you're talking about an open mic and, you know, Clarendon on a, on a Tuesday. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I mean, people are truly insane. People are, <laughs> <laughs> but those, yeah, those are the most entertaining. I mean, I would rather watch ten hours of of that than ten hours of mediocre, you know, because mm-hmm. there's a virtue to being the worst. Yeah, you know, whatever. Yeah, I mean, it's like you d- you at least used to have to like affect some humility though. But I think to even try out stand up, unless you're someone that's like genuine. I think very few people like genuinely like, you know, have some sort of calling like they think they have. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, you have a kind of a sense of entitlement early on. Like, oh, this is this is something that you could that it something that a person does, you know? Yeah. And it's, and it's kind of based on delusion. So well, you you should want to be very fucking good at comedy. I mean, you need to. It's not entitlement, but it's like you should be motivated by wanting to be. I mean, literally, yes, you I should set that, your sights right, on being the best comedian. That is the ever. right attitude. I mean, yeah, yeah anything you want to do, you yeah. should always like think of like. Otherwise, there's no point. Right, you should set your sights on being the very best person to ever do the thing ever. Uh-huh. But then you meter that with like some sense of like. I mean, you just don't be an asshole. Humility. Yeah, yeah. with exactly, and but like in terms of your work ethic and what you're doing, uh-huh. it's like you should always be trying to make yourself better because i mean competition Uh will make you you know better and then like if you're ever like oh i just you know i kind of want to find my place in the thing it's like well you know then you're just gonna suck i mean you're just gonna turn into a fucking loser yeah or a kind of person that starts off and assumes that they're good yeah which i think is like there are a ton of people that start of comedy that assume that they're good. That yeah. Just absolute dog shit. Mm-hmm. And like very few people are immediately good. Sarah was yeah. <laughs> when we started. Sarah moved to Philly. She moved to Philly. Yeah. I just talked to her. Congrats just, on your move, Sarah. Yeah. She just moved a couple of days ago. 
I, I remember seeing her at her second open mic. Yeah. When she had braces, and she was like, this is my second time. I, I might go like, down there and hang out with her. I'd be down to go to Philly. Yeah. I haven't been to Philly in a while. Are you guys on good terms? Yeah, we text. Yeah. Yeah. She sent me a very nice gift basket uh, along with you mm-hmm. a couple of weeks ago. Um, yeah, what else? Let's say, let's let's wrap it up. On yeah, that. I guess you got to do your birthday party. No, here. I don't have to do it yet. Uh-huh. Um, I had to pick things up for someone's birthday. I I actually do have to. I have like, I have a thing I got to work on that All I right. got to start work on. Um, which, um, well, yeah, I guess I we guess fulfilled. We, uh, yeah, you know that's a, that, that's look, what it is, folks. Sometimes you're just gonna get a mm-hmm. little bit of Garrison Keillor riffing mm-hmm. and 22 minutes of ad read. Yeah, that's not bad. You know, it's a nice day. Maybe take this one. You get it on the JBL out mm-hmm. on the beach. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, take it out. Yeah, take the get a frisbee going. You're out on the beach. Get the JBL out now. Mm-hmm. Put the podcast on. Re-listen to it. Maybe without headphones, and then you can appreciate it a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And maybe if there's a Hispanic family sitting nearby playing their damn music, playing their music, maybe they'll overhear me saying this. And you like they'll pick a fight with you, mm-hmm. and maybe they'll be, offended. they'll be like, "What the fuck is this, bro? What the hell is it?" There's on your block. There's like a the the building next to Amber's old place is being mm-hmm. sold. Oh like, yeah, that like warehouse thing. The, with the real estate agent's name is uh, Sandra Meskin, <laughs> <laughs> and it's, I was just about you call her up, and she's just like, uh, "I am the real estate agent." <laughs> I know Sandra, the one who is Mexican. <laughs> Mexican. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. She's a southern Mexican. Yeah. She's a Mexican. Yeah. I guess yeah, Mexicans don't say that. They don't say it. I guess black people yeah, from Texas say Mexican. Yeah. yeah. That's true. Oh, you a Mexican boy. You you one of them Mexicans. Yeah. I, I, I don't want my daughter running around with no Mexicans. You know that changing the name of the Washington Mexicans. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know they were called the Mexicans. <laughs> I really hope they fuck up that new name. Yeah, I'm really hoping. Well, they should just leave it as football team because it really that really is the Washington only... football team would be sick. And that's what it is, and that's the only name you can use. Really, that's the only one that's future proofed. Uh-huh. Literally yeah. anything else you use, it's like. Oh yeah, you don't know. Well, football is offensive in and of itself. It's a yeah barbaric sport. Also, yeah. paraplegic people. Uh huh. They don't have. What about people without feet? What about people without balls? Yeah, exactly. What if in two years there's a trans person that's like, well, my gender is I have a penis, but instead of balls, it's a foot. <laughs> there's, there's a foot. So I got a foot. So it's a yeah. Instead of my ball sack, mm-hmm. there's. There's a, a foot that also has a pussy in it, mm-hmm. like you've seen in sex shops, and my penis rests on top of the foot. Mm-hmm. And somebody's like, uh, you know, what do you call these people? Footballs? And then they're like, that's you're, offensive. You're going to jail. Mm-hmm. And then I th- think if someone got Dan Snyder's it- like, you saying <laughs> I gotta change the name again? <laughs> it cost me forty five dollars. Wow, really good, Dan Snyder. It cost me forty five dollars <laughs> at the name changing office to do it last time. I had to start a new limited liability corporation. I'm allergic to spending money. <laughs> what is he rich from? Six Flags? 
his initial thing was that when he was in college, he, he would um, rent private jets and then sell seats on the private jets to go to spring break. So oh, that's that's clever. Yeah. So he would like rent out an entire private jet and then sell like plane tickets, basically. So he's a party guy. Yeah. And then he would like charter flights to the Bahamas or whatever, charging like a shit ton of money for this private jet planes. And because you could only you only have to rent you only rent the plane for a day. Uh-huh. And then basically, yeah, it's like subletting a plane. So he wow. That's smart. Good yeah. for Snyder. And I, if I'm like, if I remember correctly, that gate, that's like he made like a million, you know, as like a fucking. By the time he graduated. Yeah, yeah. Doing that. Wow. What a legend. Yeah. Shout out to the I'm legend Dan dip, Snyder. Dipping all my plane money. <laughs> I took my bar mitzvah mm-hmm. money. And Which seems like a scam. Seems like that. Who's, what's the name of that, 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 uh, fire festival guy? Yeah. Well, I forget his Michael name. Michael McDonald. Yeah, I think it was yeah. him. No, different Michael McDonald. It's the same Michael McDonald. Oh, it was the same guy? Yeah, I was uh, thinking about having <laughs> a, a festival down in the Bahamas. I called up uh, Ja Rule. Yeah. And uh, I was like, Ja. Yeah, me and me. Get and down to the Bahamas. I got an idea. <clears throat> I have a vision. Yeah, me and my friend uh, Ja Rule, actually. Uh, <laughs> uh, we worked together. He's a very, very, uh, very talented guy. Mm-hmm. And uh, he, he had the idea to. Um, uh, rip rip a bunch of people off, actually. Yeah, it was me. Uh, you ever see that music video, that song he did with Shaka Khan? Michael McDonald? <laughs> yeah. No. Um, it's very funny, because he's just like... If they're in like a room and she's standing mm-hmm. up and he's just seated at a table and he doesn't know what to do with his body. <laughs> um, was it you the other day who was talking about that Louis Theroux documentary where the black Israelites said that uh, they were like... He's asking them like what f- uh, famous people are are actually black, and he's like, "Well, there's there's actually one singer." Yeah, you said that, right? Yeah, Tom Jones. Tom Jones. <laughs> um, let me see if I can find this video. We'll just leave on this one. All right. Um, keep talking. Yeah, I saw a store in the West Village uh, the other day. It was a men's uh, menswear leather leather store called slightly alabama you heard of this nick no no i thought it was a weird name for a for a store for wealthy gay men slightly alabama i don't know that's that's that uh, you know what is is that you know is that something maybe um sort of i can't find it Oh, you're trying to find the Michael McDonald video. Yeah, it's it's very funny. Was he on a beach or something? No, they're in an apartment, and he's just like sitting at a like a dinner table, and then she's next to him, and they're not like singing directly to each other. They're just um, they're just uh, keep talking. Um, yeah. What was it? What, um. I watched uh, Rebel Without a Cause last night, Nick. That's a great movie. It's really good. Yeah. I'd never seen it before. But really? I hadn't I hadn't noticed that our old friend, what's his name? Dennis Hopper plays one of the young one of the young gang gang kids. Mm-hmm. And I was looking up later, um apparently uh Nicholas Ray on the set of it uh raped Natalie Wood when she was 16 and Dennis Hopper 
uh, and Nicholas Ray had a falling out as a result. Mm, yeah. Or maybe dated. I don't know. Well, I guess statutorily raped her. You're not allowed to rape anybody. <laughs> that's messed up, man. Yeah, rape? I don't think that's very fucking cool. That, the, the funniest scene in that movie is when Natalie Wood tries to kiss her father. Mm-hmm. And he said, he said, God damn it, you're too old for this. She gets <laughs> hurt that her dad won't kiss her. Yeah. Maybe I'll rewatch. I haven't seen it in probably like it's on Max seven years. I just uh, got HBO Max. I I got rid of all streaming. Well, I just yeah. I use my dad's okay, here we go. cable. Here we go. Here it is. Did you just add an apartment? It's just sitting at that fucking. It's Patty Labelle, not Shaka oh, Khan. Patty LaBelle. But I just love his just sort of rotating and that 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 just no. Whoever directed that was like, yeah, whatever. He had a no standing clause in his contract. Yeah. I was so disappointed because I I thought for years somebody told me that fucking that uh, what's his name Marlon Brando refused to wear pants on the set of the score, <laughs> but that's not true. And they had to shoot it from the waist. Was it up. not true? It, there's this, there's clearly a scene where he's wearing pants, but yeah. it's like uh, if that had been that's that would have been so great. Funny. Yeah, he's so fat. In yeah, that movie. he's he's a million pounds. <laughs> Mikey, you gotta do this one for me. It'll be great. It's the last score. The last score. It's the last one, and you're out. You don't have to do it again. <laughs> it's Cosby. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! I used to be sexy, and now I weigh six hundred pounds. Uh, the, I, yeah. I care a lot about Native Americans, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's funny how Hardy got booed for sending Sackage away to <laughs> collect his money at the award show. Yeah, people hated it. Yeah. He's so good. Yeah, it is funny to see just, I mean, because Hollywood's always just been full of shit. Mm-hmm. But just now, the kind of applause you could get in an award show, even though 90% oh, of the for people... for pandering. For pandering. Mm-hmm. When... I thought that Ricky Gervais... Uh, set he did maybe the golden globes was very funny i don't remember it i I wouldn't be like i don't know i I wouldn't like well you remember when i guess it was like yeah but he was like none of you people actually michael moore was like fuck the iraq war and And he got like (laughs) (laughs) fuck you mr president we do not want this more mr president You know, he refused to wear pants during the filming yeah. of, of Bowling for Columbine. <laughs> and at the Oscars. Yeah. <laughs> he was getting booed for his dick. It wasn't actually a stance yeah, actually, had, He had no pants on. Yeah, they didn't show it, but yeah. Yeah. Michael Moore uh, just completely nude from the waist down. We do not want this war, Mr. President. We do not want you with an illegitimate election that yeah, was he said, stolen. He said you're an illegitimate president. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We live in fictitious times. Fictitious times. With a it. fictitious president in a fictitious war. Michael Moore's never been wrong. Um I think he's. I think he's. Maybe he's been wrong a couple times. Actually, yeah. I watched. I watched his last documentary. He did uh, Fahrenheit eleven nine, 
And the only part I didn't like about it was he was really into the um, Parkland kids. He was like, maybe these kids got it figured out. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's not, yeah. mm. that's kind of gay. Well, but besides that, I agreed with him. This works out because we did eighteen, a little 18 extra okay, to so make up for the 16 at the top. So we're well, done. The 16 at the top was good. No, you weren't even here for I'm, it. I bet it was good. I, I, I kept slipping up and saying slurs. <laughs> I got well, my nervous tick. Maybe listen back to that. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Thanks. Until next time. Until next time. Same funky time. Same funky place. All the, right. At the funky guy. You listening to Groovy. One old groove point.